Hello and welcome to Scopy Radio. My name is Daniel Johansson. And I'm Maureen Smith. And we are joined by No Longer Corporeal. What? Yeah, Joshua Lewis Smith. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's hard to it's it's weird because like you can still see his bones. But just the, the bones. Just the bones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The your skin is completely translucent though. Yeah, it's a... Well, and so it's interesting what's interesting and the muscles, to me. Yeah. What's interesting yeah, that, and that's, the organs. that's yeah. what I was that's what I was gonna say. What's interesting to me about that is that you know, skin, muscles, organs, all translucent. But are you just now a skeleton or is is everything just invisible? You know, no, it's not really no, I'm not a skeleton. It's more of a clear um, gelatin around my I'm not... around my skeleton. Cool. Okay. So if you try to touch it, the organs are there. They're just clear and gelatinous. Mm-hmm. If you looked like at last season in Paris, it was the whole rage. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Where... I saw something about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where'd you uh, Where'd you get this done? Is this a cosmetic thing or a or a function? No, more like a um, satanic pact, maybe. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. Well, they killed cool. a lot of moths. Because you're a spider? Yeah. Well, also because I have a lot of cashmere sweaters and moths are like, uh, don't need any more holes in those. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a lot of cashmere sweaters? I actually do. Really? <laughs> you know, I think at one point, like, at one point, my family for like Christmas and birthdays, they would give me cashmere sweaters. Mm-hmm. And that's never been my aesthetic, partially because I don't take good care of my clothing yeah um can i um can i give away how poor i am what makes a sweater cashmere that's a material what what does that mean if a, it, i don't know actually i want to say it's a you know. it's like a certain <laughs> i have too much cashmere not to be able to answer this but it's a very <laughs> very soft natural fabric and it's wonderful and yeah i also didn't mean to like class uh, signify by the like class signal or anything. No, but that's also like straight boy signaling, and uh, <laughs> not owning a cashmere sweater. Not no, knowing, not knowing what cashmere. Yeah, yeah. Is. Well, I, I, you know, I like fabrics and 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 things. I just. What's your favorite fabric? Velour. That's a terrible oh, choice. What? I'm nauseous now. Oh, no, I'm God. Just, it was a joke. Oh, I don't believe you. No, actually, as I once I said that, I realized that I don't know much about fabrics. And yeah. Now I feel Someone outed. doesn't watch a lot of Project Runway. See, if you watched, if you watched Project One Runway, you would... You know would what have... cashmere is and velour. Do you not know what velour is? Don't. It's like tracksuit material. Yeah, well, the, but oh. the, the the soft tracksuits, not like the vinyl. Yeah, ones, gotcha. Uh, I'm, I'm, I... It's like Missy Elliott tracksuit material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that looks comfy as hell, though. Yeah. Okay, so cashmere is a kind of wool obtained from cashmere goats and other types of goats. Like from cashmere. Like so, like cashmere? San Marzano tomatoes. Um. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and so, but they're it's it's ex- exceptionally exceptionally soft. And actually, so the reason I have, ca- I mean, I like cashmere anyway. I like soft things, but um, I was in 
in undergrad, I went to Barney's with a friend of mine and clearly couldn't afford anything there because it's ridiculous. But they had this cashmere hoodie, and I was like, well, isn't that the height of luxury? So then <laughs> a couple time, a couple years before Christmas, my mom's gotten me way cheaper cashmere yeah. hoodies, but they're still, like, the best things I own. Yeah. And that's my cashmere, and that's why I kill moths. Also because of I'm a spider. Because <laughs> you're a spider. Because of I'm a spider. <laughs> Have, has your spider horde grown? No, oh, they've dwindled with the mm. with the weather. Yeah. There's a guy who's been hanging around my hallway, though. He's cool. It's a little sad, but they'll be back. So mm. now, so I can't remember if we touched on this, like, just in person talking or if this was on the podcast, but do you, like, now like spiders? I now love spiders. Really? Would you yes. own a spider? Like, a, like a big one? think so is it the big ones or is it the no i like the small ones yeah i mean i don't have a problem with tarantulas but i also don't think they're like i don't know i I don't consider that a spider i do but i also don't consider it something that i want to keep in a fish tank in my room (laughs) i don't know yeah yeah. do tarantulas make have webs no what yeah oh do they just like hunt yeah yeah, no, they're Oh, like, that's actually terrifying. They're kind of more lizardy, is kind of my point. Yeah, I I like the web. I like I I just love watching spider weave a web. I think it's so cool. Yeah, no, that's kind of what I, that's I think they're kind of different almost. Like yeah. like tarantulas. Yeah, I mean, not both... all spiders do. Not all spiders have webs. Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, do, you do know... daddy long legs? No, but I think they're technically not a spider. They're, I think they're well, they're arachnids, but they're not. All right, we should. No, we need to I'm have interested a in a spider content oh. warning on this. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, We're talking about spiders. Yeah. There you go. All right, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they're not spiders, but it could be. Yeah, a- I think I remember hearing that. Well, and then I always got conflicting information on Daddy Longlegs that either they. Like, that they're super poisonous, but that their jaws aren't big enough to bite. Right. Or that they're completely harmless and that's bullshit. I never really, like, in my mind, the jury's still out on whether Daddy Longlegs have poison or not. I guess they are arachnids, but they're... Yeah, just a little further back. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because the P. Oh, I I heard you. Sorry, I wasn't trying to be like... Because I heard you react to the plosive. No, I was. I just got like a weird like twitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, we people at home have listened to us Google a lot of things. <laughs> kind of part of the show at this point. Yeah. Um, tune in to questionable internet opinions to hear us googling things. Googling things about spiders. You're we, welcome, everyone. <laughs> can we uh, quickly pass over a piece of political uh, news that I should deli- we should talk about? Sure. Um, Pawar dropping out. Yeah. Yeah. He did do that. Yeah. So now there's like just a bunch of folks that are like trying to figure out who they should care about. Um, yeah. So I mean, there's, there's Pritzker. This is still running, but like we've talked about it on the show that like the far left is like hates him now because they're they, bitter. I don't know if they hate him. A lot of folks do. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, been watching it now this sounds like sounding board fodder yeah no anyway i just well i don't know when we're gonna record a sounding board so i just wanted to kind of like you know and i've been i've been bummed because like i really liked poor i thought he was gonna be well he's still our alderman yeah he is still our alderman anyway cool pritzker ronner 2018 we did it (laughs) okay (laughs) all right Uh, anyway 
Any any updates on spiders? No. Are daddy long legs spiders? Arachnids, yeah. They're not spiders, but they're arachnids. I don't know. I don't know what the... Mm. <laughs> Did you Google are daddy long legs and spiders different? I could. I enjoy typing really basic questions into Google and just like seeing people on you. Yahoo answers yell at me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Yahoo answers. Come through, Yahoo answers. Like, are, are spiders and arachnids different? No, you fucking idiot. <laughs> okay, I have, a, I have another housekeeping thing we should talk about. Uh-huh. If you are listening right now and you're home for some reason and I don't know why you would be listening to the podcast at home maybe there are people to do that if you do I that I listen to podcasts at home people listen I do to podcasts too. at home yeah like yeah, if you I'm know doing what? if I'm doing dishes or something mm-hmm. um, if you get a chance head over to a desktop go over to scopymag.com because there is a new layout which I'm really excited about um, and it's really starting to go in the direction that I've always imagined for it, where the front page of the site is kind of like the front page of a newspaper. It's kind of like a Pinterest board, too. Yeah. I mean, there's a kind of a lot of different, you know, influences, I think. Daniel doesn't like it when I say it looks like a Pinterest board. Well, I'm just, I don't know Pinterest very well. <laughs> I, I don't, so I don't really know what I'm getting into when I say that. And I'm going to end up looking at Pinterest and being like, oh, God. Why? Pinterest isn't that bad. Go to Pinterest right now. Uh, You're about to sneeze. You're going to sneeze. You're going to sneeze. You're going to sneeze. Looking at that light. <laughs> Sneezing on air. Podcast gold. You should um, go to Pinterest right now. It is not the time to... Let's talk about anything else. <laughs> so the thing is, there some daddy long legs are spiders and some aren't. And the reason is because people all over the... Um, mostly about all over North America have call various different things daddy long legs so it depends mm. on what you think of as a daddy long legs and that is what, what i've learned it's kind of like that weird thing that people that what smoke... the fuck it's the tiny little ball with the long legs yeah no but they're also it's a kind of um harvestman spider that people call daddy long legs mm-hmm. that's uh... not the same thing and then there's also some kind of flying uh... thing which i know exactly what that is they're, yeah, they're they're the those flying guys with the long legs too, but those aren't daddy long legs. But the the but actual it's a daddy, crane fly. But sorry, I just like I just had like an out of body like what the fuck are we doing? No, but um, <laughs> no, but the but what I am thinking, what rational folks think of what daddy long legs right, are, right, are those right. spiders? I uh yes. Let's uh, not get into interpretations of daddy long leg shaming on this show. Well, I guess this... Let's draw a line. <laughs> Let's... We're in, this is an inclusive show. No. No. You know what? I'm here to take a stand. You know what, though? I agree. We should draw a line. And that line is, know what a daddy long legs is. Yeah, because here, here, look at this. Some people think, call those daddy long legs, but those are not what you're thinking of, right? No! Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the harvestman spiders. All right. Google the harvestman spiders if you want to know what we're talking about. This is not a daddy long leg. That's, what that's I'm an ab- that's oh. it's an abomination. No, it's beautiful. I love it. I love I all my kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like the idea that every spider in existence is your child. They're all my child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of makes it's like a a weird like oneness with the universe. Yeah, no, I like it. Well, you know, yep. Well, so then is this have you always has it always been like latent inside of you like since your birth was there like a shudder throughout the spider I community you know it's so weird because i never 
I was, so I wasn't a... When we were in Pittsburgh together... Do you remember this, Maureen? No. Oh, you don't remember this. Okay, so when Maureen and I were singing in Pittsburgh together, I was staying in the dorms, and one night, this big old spider just showed up, <laughs> sitting on my desk, and I didn't know what to do about it. So I literally just left it there for, like, two or three days. And that's when our friend Rafi started calling me a spider queen. Because <laughs> he's like, get rid of the fucking spider! <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's the first time I really could think of being aware of my thing about spiders. I remember being, as a kid being scared of them, but I was also scared of everything, so I don't <laughs> Yeah, well, do you think it's like, so here's what I'm thinking. Is it like an avatar situation where, like, like at the moment of the last spider queen's death, was the was moment like you were born? Oh, maybe. Born. Born? That's when I was born. <laughs> and it's just Are taken... Are you the avatar of spiders? I'm the avatar of spiders. And it's just taken you 30 years to figure it yeah. out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you have four elements to master, or is it just spiders? <laughs> is it like spiders and bones and... Bones? Blood. This is and cookies. Happy Halloween. Candy. Candy. Though. Candy. Okay, Candy. so it's yeah. spiders and bones and blood. Now, how does one master bones that like that, like they can? All right, you know. All right. <laughs> I walked into that one. Yes, you I walked did. into that one. So okay, so you've mastered spiders. <laughs> yeah, what's the? Jesus Christ. So you've mastered... So now I have to go meet the bone master. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I keep looking on Grindr to know a Bone master. I need to find my bone master. <laughs> I get a lot of dick pics that way. <laughs> uh, Can you right now change your Grindr bio to video? Looking for the bone master. Looking for my bone master. I am the Halloween avatar. I've mastered spiders and still need to find, to master bones, I need blood, it. and candy. Will you be my bone master? This feels like a... Feels like something I should do. <laughs> Anyway. Oh. Uh, I'm so glad that we, like, he- held so steadfastly. Into that bit. Yeah. It's 15 minutes. Really? Yeah, we're, we're 15 minutes into a podcast episode right now. Hey, everyone. Um, <laughs> so the other housekeeping thing, if you know anyone who would potentially want advertising or to become an affiliate, please let us know, because that's super important to us right now. Mm-hmm. We uh, are have launched the affiliate program Mm -hmm. which is something we're really excited about because it's a way that we can do all the things we're doing in a very sustainable way Mm -hmm. finally fucking finally so basically what it is is that um we're partnering with individuals organizations businesses and um for 25 dollars a month or 300 dollars a year um you'll be on our website listed as basically like a like a a lover and supporter of the arts and independent media and um we get really high website traffic and so that'll be good for you and what'll be good for us is that we'll have some some capital that we can do some cool stuff with yeah like eat no i'm just that's not what I'm no doing. not eat but, but you know what i mean yeah. what i yeah um build something sustainable yeah but anyway so what would be amazing is if y'all know any 
cool businesses or organizations who are like, who've got $300 burning a hole in their pocket. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, there were other things that we wanted to talk about. Absolutely. I just wanted to kind of like, other housekeeping things specifically you mean? Or like, if you were, if we're looking for a topic to get fired up around, do I have one? Go. So, so... I unfollowed the new new forum today. So, did you just unfollow the, from notifications? Yeah. Or did you, so you're I, still in the group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Over here, like it's a big announcement. <laughs> well, I just Hi. didn't. I just didn't think I was going to. <laughs> I am choosing to ignore posts from a group that I belong to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what? What? Yeah, he's so brave. Well, it's the thing is, and I commented. I got into a fight. I've gotten into so many. If you're friends with me on Facebook, I'm sorry. If you're friends with me on Facebook and you're in another in the same group as me in any scenario, or post anything divisive, or post anything having to do with anything that Daniel has an opinion about, <laughs> that's not true. There are lines. I think I don't completely like just. <laughs> The other day I sent up some smoke signals in the forest about communism and let me tell you. <laughs> and you heard and you heard in the distance. <laughs> like, of Daniel just like sprinting toward you. <laughs> and he was like, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Anyway, well, the um, the thing, though, is that in these groups, if you're a part of them, if somebody posts something fucking inflammatory, it the Facebook algorithm puts it right at the top of your feed. Yeah, that's when that's, all the lovely posts get buried, but then when it's something like that, it's all you see, and it just pops up over and over and over. Even yeah. if you don't comment on it. Even if right. you don't comment on it, yeah. Because I don't comment on anything, and when I, I also unfollowed Nunu Forum, although I'm not, like, throwing myself a parade about it but like <laughs> but when i but when i hey. did follow when i did follow it i i'm not throwing myself i don't know that we can't if is there a parade that, that i should be having right now because like i wish there were how great would it be to be at a parade right now i don't know it's a lot of people <laughs> so i have a weird question for you as a fellow person whose family is from long island do does your family go to like the ball drop God no. Yeah, so I I always wanted to go when I was a kid, because you know I lived in. I just Florida. want to stand around and freeze and and, and want to pee for hours surrounded hours. by strangers. That's yeah. all I've ever wanted. And my dad was like, "There's like a million people in Times Square for that thing," and I was like, "Isn't there like <laughs> nine million people in New York City though? Like it's not." But then again, it's I don't know. I've never been, so I don't really know what it's like to go. Isn't it that you're trapped where you stand? Yes. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, you have, have to you pee. Been? No, because I would never do that. Be like standing surrounded by strangers that are like touching you, and you have to pee, and it's cold out, and everyone's miserable. Where do you pee if you have to pee? There's nowhere you to go. You don't pee. What? For eight I'm, hours? I'm sure there's porta potty somewhere, but it's probably a whole nightmare to get there. Yeah, probably. I have no idea. I've never been. Um, where was I going with this? Just the whole lot of people note I thought was super interesting. Well, you know like, what would be terrible is working at. A 24-hour diner in Times Square on New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That would be terrible. Yeah. Can you imagine having to clean that bathroom? Yeah. That I 
they're probably not even like just making minimum wage too like so many crickets how do you uh, even clean that many crickets yeah what you know the new year's eve crickets yeah have you not do you not know have you never been to a new year's eve the crickets have you always slept through midnight that's crazy are there lots of crickets at midnight have i missed all of them it's california time midnight california yeah midnight california time swarms of crickets in all over the world yeah so if you fall asleep by like it's like two so yeah if you're on the east coast it'd be four no three isn't the difference between california and no three hours okay no you're right that makes sense so yeah so 3 a.m east coast time or 2 a.m central central swarms of crickets yeah you know, that seems like something that I would know about, though. Seems like that. It seems Did like you it. share the post that was like, millennial humor is so weird, it's mostly just desperate cries for help. Thinly veiled desperate cries See, for now, help. I didn't, and extreme I feel, Dadaist absurdism. I didn't, but I feel very targeted right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen this article. But also, it was written about me simultaneously. <laughs> Who interviewed me? When did this happen? No, this is a conversation that I have with my mom quite frequently, where she's like, "Where, like, my mom is not, my mom is not old. No, she, you know, no. she, she's, she's like very like young at heart. She's very like, and you know, as as far as like parents go, she's like there for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but what I will say, were you about to say something not nice about my mom? No, I have to pee. Oh, okay. <laughs> really bad should we pause or should i do you want to should what should i don't know can we carry the show while daniel's not sitting here they couldn't (laughs) for fuck's sake no i'm kidding no i was afraid that we were gonna hear daniel pee on the recording and i didn't want that to happen um Um, no okay so something that my mom has been saying recently about um i guess millennial humor is that it's mostly just people talking about their poop She's like, she's like, there has been no other generation that I know of that talks more candidly about their poop than your generation. How interesting. Because like, because like my mom does not talk to me about poop. Yeah, I have to say I don't either talk about it. I mean, I'm not, I'm I'm comfortable people talking about poop, but I, it's not something that I talk about. Yeah. And it's always, and it's funny because I do notice that a lot and I'm like all for it because why should we like shame body functions, but it's just still not something that I can really talk about. I, you know, it depends on my comfortability with, with a person. Like I talked, I talked with Daniel about pooping. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because we share a toilet. Yeah. And the door to our bathroom is really weird. Yeah, we do like, share a digestive tract. If, if we shut the door Human every time, weirdness if we shut the door every time we pooped, it, you'd have to like move the squatty potty out of the way, like get the door shut, yeah, lock God. the thing. It's like such a our door is so convoluted because well, it doesn't close right, you know. Yeah. So it's just like, what's the point? Like, obje- anyway. No. <laughs> I wasn't planning on sharing that we go to the bathroom, the door open, but okay. <laughs> I mean, that's the great thing of living alone. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to deal with that. Yeah. The logistics of that. Anyway. So. <laughs> hard to segue. I think the thing that was that was super interesting with me about potentially talking about just kind of like the climate of groups like the New New Forum. 
um, is something that you shared, actually, which is, I think, the note that I think we really need to be talking about as far as, like, uh, maybe policing is the wrong word, but but really trying to manage uh, how discourse is, especially in Facebook groups and things like that, which is um, that post that you shared that was basically talking about how if you're recognizing that a conversation is mostly like a gaggle of dudes, white, straight men, uh, you know, kind of like patting each other on the back, like you should really look at it at that and wonder why that is that in a in, in spaces that are meant to be inclusive and like everyone's in like why is it that and I hear and what's so frustrating is when you see that happening it typically so this for this group in question is like what eight thousand nine thousand people a lot of people right but when you see that happening you know what the conversation ends up being between like two people mm-hmm. yeah so it's not like it's <clears throat> 4,000 guys piling on in this conversation. Not that I'm defending men right now. I'm really not. But, you know, but I, I will say that in a situation like that, you'll notice that it's just these two guys echo chambering with themselves. And if anyone comes in, they just pile on. And it's a nightmare. So then it's not even worth it anymore. So everyone, I back out, you know, the women for this conversation we're thinking about right now. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about now, uh, it was about women in opera. They all stopped talking because right. it just wasn't worth it. Well, yeah, and the other thing is, like, looking at these social strata, let's say, in most cases, the things that uh, make a white straight man privileged uh, are also things that allow for him to have the time and uh, the lack of emotional burden to have those kinds of conversations. Like, the to, the uh, in most cases, men are paid more for their work in most cases. Like, so all when you look at these things, it's like, yeah, of course, like the they're able to like folks that aren't white, straight and male are getting exhausted by every single one of these threads because like I, I like they have less time. Like dudes just are able to just fucking like shit post and like say bigoted shit like and not think about just because they have like most men have like more time free than people realize i think i think that like more men like slack off and shit around on the internet way more often i think they i i'd be interested in if someone disagrees with that thought i'd be interested in hearing about it but i think that like on average white straight dudes have way more time to like be on the internet yeah i mean i know that you know just as like a you know, a microcosm of that concept. I know that you spend a lot more time, and this isn't me, like, this isn't a jab. No. But you spend a lot more time, Daniel, on the internet than I do. You participate in discussion, internet discussions a lot more than I do. Um, and, I don't know, I guess I'm curious, because I've, I've, I often make fun of you for it, but I'm, I'm wondering, and, and I'd like to hear your perspective mm. too, like, as two people who are like heavy participants mm-hmm. in internet forum discussion, like I, you know, you two are frequent, you you two are frequenters of the of the new new forum for classical singers, except not Daniel anymore because he unfollowed. He's unfollowed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm wondering, um, kind of like what what led you to start commenting more and what like what's kept you there for me it's this like 
Especially when you're sitting at a day job, sitting in an office surrounded by people who don't know what you do or what, you know, mm-hmm. it's having a large group of, I, I don't want to say like-minded individuals because clearly not the case, but of, of people who share a passion with you, right? Mm-hmm. And um, who care about some similar things that you do. And especially when you're out of school, you know, reason school you're surrounded by. And here, yeah, most of my friends are singers and stuff, but most of my days I'm not spending with them. I'm spending at work and this and that. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's this big group of people. And if I have a sudden thought or a sudden like, oh, I want to share this video or I want to talk about this or, oh, I, you know, it's all stuff that I have or, or, or comments on other people's threads, which I think I do more often than post my own. Yeah. It's something that, oh, here's something that A is usually not about politics, which is what the rest of my feed is. Right. Which is good, but but you know, but here's something that's not about <laughs> politics, but it is about something that I have opinions on. I spend a lot of my time listening to opera and researching opera and seeing opera and singing opera and have a degree in opera, you know. So, yeah. so, so I just, it's something I'm educated on and something I have opinions on. So mm-hmm. for me, I, I post on Facebook a lot anyway. So just kind of naturally, I would find myself in groups like that also mm-hmm. posting. So that's kind of my. Are there other groups that you participate in? Yeah. I mean, that one I probably participate in the most, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm. Yeah, I, for me, I don't, I think the reason I, because I didn't join the new forum, I joined it recently, like in the last year. Yeah. Um, really? And I, yeah, a lot of Facebook groups I did, in fact. And I, I did it because, um, I mean, up until that point, I, uh, well, because I am the type of person that sees something that is uh that i that gets me emotionally worked up and uh you know in some cases like some of the things that are incendiary i like when i go off on like a daniel weird it's not like a matter of like uh i don't know oh god i need my voice heard it's just like dude you you hurt my feelings and i'm a white straight dude like like think about this like what how like, I'm not even the folks that are marginalized here. And this is, like, extremely, like, it's, like, it's the it's the spike of, like, anxiety or the, like, spike of, like, I don't believe that humanity is this way that has gotten me gotten me into threads of comment threads and, and stuff is, like that. If anything, the internet will show you all sides of humanity. <laughs> really, it will. And and you want to feel like there you can do something about it. So the reason I'm going to I said that uh the reason that, that I've like that I started going to them and started and have stayed in them is because as a person who has a platform or is like trying to build a platform at this point, it feels like I I have to. Like I know that there are a lot of journalists that will uh you know, get notifications when Trump tweets so they can specifically know what the talking points are for their for their day. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's kind of why I, I started it. But now I'm starting to realize that's why I was like, I, I'm going to try and like start to take a little bit of a step back because it's not, you know, getting all ang- like getting all anxiety up and worked up. And uh, at a certain point, you got to take care of yourself. And I think for it's different <laughs> for someone like me who the weight the emotional weight of it doesn't carry as heavy but uh but it's still a burden i think and and i think that's the thing for me that's the most upsetting about this kind of stuff is thinking about that like why is it that folks that aren't white straight and male get into those conversations it's be- i think it's because it's exhausting i think it's because like that's what we were talking here's, here's something that i've noticed that's very 
typical to white straight men that isn't to any other group of people is they will be the quickest to elevate something with a disproportionate reaction mm. with death threats with mm-hmm. cursing and stuff you could be as diplomatic as you want and it's leave it to a white guy to then raise the stakes five thousand times mm-hmm. with a completely disproportionate response well and like that's happened on a couple of things that i've posted on my own wall where yeah. I, I remember shortly after trump was elected i posted an article about like he had just been interviewed and he was talking about this kind of things that he wanted to do and I one of the things that he po- that he said that he wanted to get done because I post election my mindset was oh my god what a horrifying hellscape nightmare mm-hmm. but I was looking for any kind of silver lining mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. and so in that interview I re- I remember seeing that he was interested in pursuing term limits for congress mm-hmm. and I was like and so I shared an article where I basically said like oh what a what a ridiculous hellscape nightmare but you know Term, but but term limits or some yeah, it wasn't that right, but yeah. and this and this person who this a white straight male who I was in a show with in Milwaukee commented something along the lines of like it was something like yet another millennial millennial overreaction oh I think I remember that <sighs> yeah and that like first of all hi we haven't spoken in five years, but nice to hear from you, I guess. But, like, also, why do you care about my reaction? Like, how is this affecting your life? Well, that's the thing about privilege, right? Is like, the points don't matter, ultimately. You know? Like, you, dudes aren't getting death threats. No. Like, it it doesn't... You... I I can post incendiary shit, and, like, I'm not getting, like... I mean, the spectrum get... of dick pics to death threats, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Or, like, you know, being accused of, you know, hormonal Right. Or, or assuming that you're an idiot. Right. That happens... Yeah. That, that happens that I think, all the That, time. I think, is the big one. Yeah. That, like, I, that's the thing for me is, like, how do you... How are you in the arts? Not that even... You know what? I'm not even going to get into the arts. How do you know women... And, and still assume that women are dumb. Because it's a way of keeping them down yeah. by yeah. acting that way. Yeah. I, you know. That blows my mind. Because it's like there are just some folks that, uh, you know, like the thread that happened where, and I'm sorry if this is weird to bring to talk about it because I know that it, I, it actually was offensive. Was the thread uh, that oh, you and Anne got yeah, like, yeah. dragged well, into. I'll give a brief recap. This... It was a thing about overdone operas or whatever, and a friend of ours made a comment about Bohem, and they start her and this guy start talking, and he basically he just was explaining. We all know the plot of Bohem. Yeah, we're all like, especially especially our friend is a very educated and passionate musician. So anyway, she um was like, no, well, he, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this. No, that's not what I'm saying. And she basically was like, you're dude, you're mansplaining. And he yeah. fucking flipped out, and I was like. 
I couldn't help myself because I was like, this is disproportionate, ridiculous. And also he's talking down to this educated girl because she's like a youngish, cute girl, right? That's why she's, that's right. why he's doing it. And so I was like, no. He based it off of her profile yeah, picture. I'm right. sure he did. And I was like, no, that was a little mansplaining. And then he fucking flipped out at both of us, told us, you know, to fuck off. It's all this craziness. He called you a piece of shit. Well, this is later. So then. Oh. No, that was later. Yeah. I had commented about, I had commented about Parsifal because I hate that opera. Uh. Um, and he. Then he 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 also called in condescending earlier up. So then he said in that same post under my under talking about Parsifal, he was like, you know, I just do think less of people who don't like Parsifal. And I said, okay. And I was like, I couldn't help myself. I was just like, you just called someone out for being condescending. And then he yeah. fucking flipped out at me, called me a fucking st- like stupid piece of garbage who he'd never hire or sing mm-hmm. or whatever. It was it was way worse than that. I can't remember. I don't really care because he's not anyone. Doesn't matter. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it was stunning because it, again, yeah, I know that mansplain is definitely a term that's going to put someone on the defensive, but also that reaction was not proportionate to what no. we said. Yeah, and also he clearly is the kind of guy who wants to dismiss. No, I'm not sexist. Mm-hmm. Well, also we didn't call. He, he kept saying, "Well, people call me sexist." We never called him sexist. He just was mansplaining. Yeah, microaggressions don't make you that thing, right? Like, you, you could make a racist microaggression without necessarily being, like, a full-blown KKK member. But it's a behavior that's worth pointing out. Yeah, there, there there are varying degrees. You're able to, like, if one says something racist or inflammatory or something, yeah. and it, it, it all, it honestly, it all depends. It, it all hangs on your reaction to being told. <laughs> right. Yeah, and his reaction was a nightmare. And that told me everything I needed to know about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, um, like, if I, if I were to say something racist and someone were to say that was racist, what would m- truly make me a racist what it would be if I were like, no, you're wrong. Like, right. because... But if I but if I like internalize that and correct that behavior and take that into myself and be like, you know what, you're you know, you're right, I'm sorry. That that shows the strength of my character. Mm-hmm. I, that is something that I've been noticing lately is that is that people of color have been calling out things that are racist and then white people then like come out and just like hordes and just like tell them that, that it's not racist it's because people don't want to be challenged and you know and and that's mm-hmm. the they, they want to just continue being their shitty selves and feeling yep. good about themselves i think and that kind of goes back to what we're talking about with women again because the way that men kind of subjugate women right is that a woman can say something very true very honest that just happened and say that's wrong leave the room and the guy will go to his friends <laughs> women am i right can't live mm-hmm. with them and that just you know clears attention the guys all laugh and they think women are stupid idiots and that's the end. and it's that kind of tactic yeah that you have for completely dismissing anything a woman says or anything a person of color says or anything and people and white straight men utilize that to take the pressure off of themselves of having to change or think or having kind of empathy for anyone else mm-hmm. yeah and i mean i you know i the thing that i'm thinking about a lot today is like how are the, like the terms that we're using for this stuff like because like you know uh i don't know um, I'm going to change threads actually because I don't really know where I'm going entirely. Okay. Thread. But what I'm going to say is that I think about like for me seeing that thread that we were talking about earlier that was a moment where I was like I like was upset for you and and, and not to not to like 
um, equate that with actually going through that. But I guess that's actually my point is that if if that's something that gets pushed to the top of my feed, yeah, yeah, like I didn't need to see that, and and not that, not that I like folks that are allies shouldn't be able to defend folks. Like I'm gl- ultimately. I'm not trying to wade into the ethics of whether or not I should have gotten involved or not. I'm sorry that I'm doing that. My point here is that, like, I it upset me to see it. I can only then... I can't understand what it is to be that in that position of someone that is being treated shittily on the internet. And I think that that's something that, like, is the... That's where the damage is. And, and it's so... But it's hard because the damage is something that isn't seen, like... You you getting seeing the thread the way that I saw it, you're gonna react differently. If we both look at the same thread, mm-hmm. it's gonna affect you differently than it is me, right? And you're not gonna get involved. Well, and I think what's interesting is Daniel and I recently had a conversation where Daniel wanted to write. Daniel wanted to have a piece written about something that was happening, something inflammatory that he saw that was affecting women on okay. the internet. Um, I'm not going to get into it because I just don't want to get into it. But he wanted he wanted to find a woman to write a piece about something that was that he felt was affecting women on the well, internet. I think we've said on the show. I don't. We don't need to get into details or anything. Well, about it the, doesn't. It, but it doesn't. Yeah. Matter. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think that. But Daniel was like, you know, what bad could it, what you know what's the worst that could happen? And I was like. Oh, I don't know. What's the worst that could happen to any woman that says anything controversial on, on the internet? They're mm-hmm. gonna get fucking terrible messages. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. gonna get called. They're gonna get called the b word. They're gonna get called idiots. They're gonna mm-hmm. get called arrogant. You know, stuck up. Like mm-hmm. they're gonna get hurtful messages. And yeah. why? Why are we putting? Why are we giving any woman unnecessary? like a higher chance of that happening to them when it already happens to them yeah. on a regular basis for having their own opinions. So it's, it's just interesting to me, like looking at internet presence at, as like kind of a microcosm of how you live your life and like how, like my perspective of how I'm going to act on the internet is so shaped by the blowback i'm going to get whereas Mm -hmm. like a white straight you know cis man is going to act differently and perhaps with more abandon because the blowback is going to be less yes because the points don't matter because the because it doesn't matter like it doesn't like it's not it doesn't there's the i don't know yeah you know the fact of the matter is the Harvey Weinsteins and the Woody Allens of the world there's not what can we do to them at this point the way that society is set up what can we do to you know I mean that was the the something that you were talking about before we started recording Josh which is the idea of um kind of the Oh, sorry. I don't know if you said you didn't want to talk about this. But... No, it's. I think it's. I, I. I just wanted to be careful the way we talk about it. But the right. reality. So. I guess trigger warning is light talk of sexual assault. What's the timestamp? Forty-three minutes. Okay. Cool. Okay. Is so. I'm sure most of you on Facebook this week saw the Me Too, um, 
thing that was happening where mm-hmm. women, mostly women, some men posted too, were posting me too if they had ever experienced sexual harassment or assault. Mm-hmm. And most of the women in my feed, you know, it was, mm-hmm. it, it was ever. And there's a lot of men posting supportive things that then were either called out or told to me privately or whatever that, hey, you know, this guy actually, like, assaulted me. Or this guy, you know, said this shit to my friends. Or this guy says rape jokes all day yeah. long. Um, and so we live in this society right now where you can, I guess always, where you can participate in that kind of way and look so good. Like, I was fooled by some guy who wrote something that I was like, oh, my God, that's so thoughtful. And my mm-hmm. friend was like, no, he's a monster. Mm. I've seen a couple people post who I'm like, who who are like so florid and so yeah. like you know please like from the depths of my soul i i hurt for all of these women i had no idea and it's like dude you're a total piece of shit like, yeah, like you're part of the problem <laughs> you are you are a monster and mm-hmm. how like how dare you come out here and i don't know i but that's the thing is like what do what do we do <sighs> i think you know, it's so, it's so hard to say because I don't want to put any more responsibility onto women in this situation. Right. But I feel like at the same time, no, see, I want to say we have to call these guys out. But at the same time, there's so many repercussions and it's such a minefield that right. I don't want to. So actually, what's crazy is that, so I, I posted Me Too just because like, yeah. I, you know, I've been harassed every, every which of way. Of course, yeah. Like... I, uh, it's horrible. Um, and so I posted me too. And then that day I went to work and a dude was creepy to me. Yeah. Like I, but the thing is in that, like I, I was all like fired up from like all of the, like all of like the supportive energy out there. Like, you know, you know, let's, let's support these women who have clearly been through this thing, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I found myself in that situation where I was felt made to feel uncomfortable. And all the all the empowerment, all the support in the world, my reaction was no different. Yeah. And also the reality, I'm just reflecting what I was just saying, is that women do call people out and then they're not believed. Right. And that's Mm -hmm. very, you know, so what what do you do? It happened with Donald Trump. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> it was oh um that's that's right i remember seeing something uh i forget who said it but it was like uh so donald this woman these women are saying um that donald trump assaulted them and donald trump is saying that donald trump assaulted these women it's a real they both said situation or like yeah. or she said and he said also said situation yeah. and, like, <laughs> and yet oh people God. are still like well, I don't know. And then also... Well, also, he's president! Uh, but then also, people... Yeah. Because, God damn it, Republicans, people are... I love the people who voted for him and defend him to every... And then they're like, well, that Harvey Weinstein. I'm like, you just elected someone probably just as bad Yeah, that's office, you're just low-key anti-Semitic. You're just being anti-Semitic. <laughs> which people were being lots not so low-key anti-Semitic, by the way, about it, talking about the Hollywood Hebrews and how they are... Dude, oh, what? It's, uh, on it's Twitter, pretty, it made me furious. It's pretty I terrible. Did, I, got, I got rid of Twitter. I, I reported... So this <laughs> hey, guy... Uh, sorry, no, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that this guy, I reported him like 40 times and they didn't take it. They, they blocked Rose McGowan but not this guy who, yeah because he was like he's like a self-professed democratic socialist guy but he was like talking shit about the jews in hollywood i was so mad dude the left so man mad. every 
Can I just say though, this is the thing that's that get that why I get riled up at this point is because like all of the the communities that I'm a part of also need to fucking clean house and really just like we've been saying that from the from the inception yes, of this show. And the left needs to fucking clean house. True. Yeah. This well, and so do the Dems. I mean, I'm everybody, man. I'm everybody talking needs about to look like in the I'm mirror. talking f- the whole left spectrum. Yeah. yeah. From the from liberals to the left. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, because it's all disgusting. And the other thing is, and I want to make sure I get this this note in before, uh, fuck Emilio Pons. <laughs> Islamophobic <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Some of the stuff that he, because uh, I like, when, when all that stuff was happening with the new new forum mm-hmm. about him, um, I guess like they, I only saw the trophy thing that Robert McPherson posted, but um, I went back onto his page and there's just some, some nasty fucking shit on, on like of just Islamophobia and and like uh, sexual assault apologizing uh, not apologizing but like like where it's like you said something of like if you disagree with Weinstein but like don't critique your average Muslim yo that is a, he's a he is a trash pro- like I oh and he has a young artist program dude he's a Fucking yeah. terrible person. Oof. Terrible fucking person. We should put on here that we uh, earned our explicit rating today, too. <sighs> Just like... Uh, and I'm sorry for, you know... <sighs> yeah. No, I think that generally... I don't know. I'm I'm finding myself more and more trying to distance myself from the internet. I have downloaded several games onto my phone to play on my commute so I stop looking at Twitter and Facebook so much. I I for a day got got rid of Facebook on my phone and I just had Instagram. I just had Instagram on my phone. And that was nice. Mm. That was nice. That is nice. Yeah. Cuz then it was just like cuz t- I mean I'm food uh, pictures. Yeah, I'm not sure Facebook or Twitter are bringing me much joy right now, you know. Mm-hmm. No. Well, and also like because I'm not commenting on anything, because I'm not participating in any discussions, all I'm doing is watching. Like, ultimately, what am I getting out of it? Besides just, like, anxiety. Like an ulcer. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm like, slowly trying to do less Facebook. I think it's good. I think so, too. I probably should do that, too. I no, and I mean, I think that's a trap I, I fall into, because I think that's why, for me, it's like, well, I mean, I, I should either get out of this group or say something, you know? Or it's like, you don't want to be the person that, like, lets bigotry slide by. I mean, for me, as a person where, like, I don't have, I don't have anything to lose. But it's like, there's only so much, like, you know, with, with a, with something that large and with something that, you know, I think that Nunu Forum is a, is a good resource for singers it's a place where people can you know ask good questions you know stuff like that there there have been good discussions there have been good fruitful yeah. conversations on there i think that there is a lot especially as a woman like there's been a lot of things that i'm, I'm just like exhausted by yeah and so i you know that's ultimately why i no longer 
for now at least, I mean, the reason that I chose not to leave the group is that, is that I'd like the option to still be a part of that community. I just don't want to see it. But it's, like, it shouldn't, that shouldn't be, you know? But, but the thing is, but I, I guess the point I was trying to make is that it's so big it's so big. It's just massive, right? Yeah, and I mean, and, I, and I super only, don't disagree. I completely agree. Well, with and you. like, and there's only so much that one person can do. There's only so much, and that's like, and am I, am I, you know, the 27 year old soprano living in Chicago who never posts? Am I going to be the agent of change? No. Well, because there's so much. There are so many like established folks in there who have tried and who have been like shouted down well I, and i the thing is for me um there are a lot of and i mean yes like the far left needs a clean house but the far left groups that i've made a point to, to be a part of they they wield the banhammer when they need there there is a strong in some cases not like the moderation team dwindles and picks up but the folks that are moderators, everybody knows, and that's the same way with the new forum. It's the same way with a lot of forums that you know who the moderators are. But um, in a lot of the far left groups, as the the call to clean house is growing, uh, you know, putting down guidelines of like, yeah, of course, free speech, but like, don't be, you know, misogynist, don't be Islamophobic, and you'll get banned for that. I, I think is yeah. Well, and I mean, Emilio Pons was banned. But I mean, is that the that's the only line, like? Yeah, I think with I don't know. I I I feel for for Robert in that it is such a big thing. It is such a huge. It would be a full time job, getting okay, yeah. rid of assholes in that group. Dude should be, <laughs> dude should be paid for that. Frankly, I th- like you know in a world where <laughs> right where arts has the funding to do that. Um, but I, I think that um. I mean, and, you know, I, uh, in one of the recent threads, I, t- I added him and I said the fact that, you know, uh, most of these conversations dwindle into a group of white dudes, like, and, and minority marginalized voices are shouted out needs to be addressed. And, you know, he was like, yeah, but also it's a giant group. And so I, I, I understand that and I get that, but mm. you know, I don't know. No, it's hard. Anyway. Well, and we're not going to be the people to come up with a, a solution. <laughs> yeah, we're going I'm going to unfollow the group. And... Yeah. And I think that ultimately that's that's literally all we can do. Cuz we're not the admins. Yeah. Anyway, uh Josh, so... would you mind handing me my phone? Yeah. We have a few minutes left. Do you have anything on your mind, Josh? Pl- uh, pluggies? Plug- oh yeah, well, this coming Sunday, the twenty second, is Opera on Taps Oktoberfest. Nice. Oktoberfest is our big um, fundraiser show. So it's Sunday. Um, doors open at five thirty. Empirical Brewing. Mm-hmm. It's on a Sunday. Yeah. No, keep going. Sorry. Um, at six, the show. It's the doors open at five thirty. Show starts at six, and we have a big silent auction with various people from around town who've donated to our auction including great things like photographers coachings um we have like spa days we have uh we'll have pizza there cool a lot of good things so all right you all y'all have jb alberta's mm-hmm. done stuff so we so, um so i'm looking forward to that that's coming up on sunday that's my only um upcoming performance yeah 
Uh, something cool that's going to be coming up for Scopy is that we are partnering with um, Caitlin Ruby Miller. Um, Who donated to our silent auction. Yeah, when you said photographers, that's what, I, that's yeah. what made me think of it. Um, she and I are working on a project together where she's sending me batches of edited photos of women that she's photographed and I'm sending them questions like interview questions and we're going to pair the answers with those photos and I'm really excited because a lot of the questions I I had time today to like come up with the question like the baseline questions Mm -hmm. that I wanted to send people and it's all about like being a female which I think is pertinent to the discussion that we were having of like what is it to be what you know what is it to have a female voice in the opera community what is it you know what what to you is like you know the model for a modern day feminist or yikes is that me sorry sorry everybody that was my phone being dramatic um you know what is the model for like an everyday feminist all of that stuff um so i think i'm really excited about the answers i'm getting i'm i sent it to some really cool people um so look forward to that and yeah cool uh operatic book club yes october 26th 4th 4th next tuesday yes coming up super coming up uh very excited for that jessica title is gonna kill it oh yeah uh, we gotta get our lecture a little more I gotta start looking at that uh but i'm really excited about it so keep an eye out for that find the event on facebook and all that good stuff uh, that's it i think all right cool you wanna sign out thank you all so much for listening i've been daniel johansson i continue to be maureen smith and i'm just a single halloween avatar looking for his bone master <laughs> <laughs> yeah Halloween Avatar. Oh my god. Yep. So spoopy. Super spoopy. spoopy. (laughs) Uh, If you have liked what you listened, what would I say at the end? If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, if you want (laughs) to, if you want to keep up with what we're up to, there we are. Uh, Head over to scopymag.com. That's our website. Yeah, uh, the new format. I know I already talked about it, but like we're also we also have a little player on there that plays our most recent episode on the homepage. Uh, we've got the donate links there on the homepage. We have uh, a couple of recent, very recent videos, one from the Filipino concert, another from uh, um, our most recent Scopy Studio on the homepage. Um, it's super exciting to me. And articles and stuff, the you know, kind of building this idea where you can get it all in one place is super cool uh, for me. So yeah, check it out. Otherwise, you can find us on social media, Facebook, Scopy Magazine, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Google Play, and iTunes Podcasts under Scopy Mag, and we spell that S-C-A-P-I-M-A-G. And as always, I'm here to emphasize the importance of donations. We run on a shoestring budget. Everything that we've been able to do up to this point has been through your generosity. So first of all, thank you so much. Second of all, we could use a little bit more help. If you're in a position to give, you can head to our website, scopymag.com, go to our about section. There are a couple ways that you can give. Uh, you can do a one-time donation. If you choose to do that, if you choose to do that, you will have our eternal gratitude. If you choose to give on a monthly level, some cool things will happen. First of all, our next two donors at any level will receive a free bag of half-wit coffee at 
$10 a month, you'll receive one free session per month of studio photography with Daniel in our space. And at $25 a month or above, you'll be a part of our affiliate program. We're grateful to our donors at every level, but our affiliates are individuals, businesses, and organizations who support our mission of uplifting local arts and independent media at a higher level. We believe that such generosity during this time deserves recognition, so our affiliates will be featured on our website with a link to their website or social media as a means of advertisement and will receive a Scopy affiliate window sticker. So, give a little. Give a lot. And if you can't give, then listen, participate, and share. Cool. Thanks again so much for listening. Go out and make something. Yep.